Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone. It is the build-up show. Liverpool, Chelsea, Thursday night, the Pfeiffer top four. Yep, we are... We're in it because um, we managed to beat Sheffield United, which is good. It's a thing. Is it a good thing that we're fighting for top four when we really wanted to win the title again? No, but this is welcome to our life. This is what it is. Uh, let's just do this. Um, Ross Chanley joins me in the studio. Uh, Ellen and John from home for this one. And Paul Machin, of course. Um, Ross, welcome to Fine Margins Football, um, which is the, the the fight for Champions League places. They're a point ahead of us in the table. A win puts us above them. Therefore, a defeat will put us four behind them. We've we've left ourselves in this situation. Liverpool's horrendous run of form in 2021 left has left us with no choice. But if we're going to, if we if we want Champions League football, then we need to start putting a, a run of wins together. Um, we got that win against Sheffield United to start things. Fine. Tick. It, but like, it, it was a win that Liverpool were expected. Liverpool had no choice but to get. This is going to be a different kettle of fish. It's going to be a massive game. Of yeah, a huge game. Not only getting wins back, it's uh, the home form back under our belts as well uh, and stepping up against a, a much better opposition. A side that are, you know, I know they drew at the weekend, but you know they're in good form since Tuchel came in. I know he's mixing <coughs> up a little bit, but their, their squad depth is something that we we would love at the moment um, which again throws up loads of questions I'm sure we'll get into about how we line up but they've got loads of options off the bench you know even when they, when they start you know I think Kabak and Phillips would be alright if Giroud was playing because he's a, a physical player but you know they've got so many striking options as well it's just Sheffield United was lovely but I'm also dead nervous for this game now I, was, I enjoyed the happy moments of winning a game of football but I'm, all, I'm very nervous for this. Yeah, we're looking at we are where we are, aren't we, Dad? Is that you know Chelsea are you can't get you can't it's inescapable how good you know Chelsea's squad is. It's absolutely brilliant. Tuchel's had a few games now to get under his belt. He's starting to to make them a little harder to beat, which I think is the main thing that they, they certainly weren't that under Frank Lampard. Um, he hasn't quite got them firing on all cylinders yet. You know they're not like a free flow and attack us. They're not blowing teams away, and they are. They do come to us on the back of two draws. Um, so I don't expect this to be another massive high scoring game. Um, but yeah, I, I'd rather be playing them now than maybe you know in in in, in a few months' time once he finally works out how to get the best out of Werner, Havertz, etc. Yeah, I mean Ross is spot on. The home form is the concern. At the moment, we, we we don't seem to be able to win a football match at Anfield, having gone for decades not losing any. Um, and of course, 
I mean, I said on the final word show, I, I was totally not bothered by the Sheffield United game. I didn't think we'd have any trouble. I was dead relaxed. I made the exact opposite for this game because they <laughs> have the ability to rip us to shreds yeah. if we're not careful. And I've, I've said in the past as well that I think it's about time we just stuck the two centre-backs in and then got our midfield back playing. But against Given it's Chelsea, I'm beginning to change my mind. I think that if Fabinho's fit, he should be in the back four um, yeah. to give us a bit of uh, nous and experience. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Chelsea are very, very dangerous. The only saving grace for me is that they seem to have bought like half a dozen wingers. Yeah, you know, all the players they bought are fast and tricky, but they all seem to be the same to me. I mean, they might be left foot, right foot. But Pulisic and Ziyech and Havertz, they're all, you know, uh, they all seem the same kind of player to me. They seem to have little variety in their side. Yeah. And even, um, you know, the likes of Kante, who doesn't always play. Yeah. Um, but they're still, you know, on paper anyway, they certainly frighten me. I, I yeah, they they should definitely be doing better. And this is the thing, Errol, let's, let's stick with the home form thing. We'll talk about what Liverpool do. It line up wise in the second half, but you know, it's night, is it 1923 since we last lost four home games, uh, consecutive home games in the in the league? I, I don't even know if Liverpool have ever in their history lost five. I can't imagine how many more years we're gonna have to go back to change that record if that's if that's the case. 53 it was. Oh, wow, sorry, yes, yeah, um, but yeah, you know, it's the point is, is that. Yeah, it's it's not an ideal team to come up against if you want to t- sort of turn the, turn the corner for Liverpool. But also, you can't play Sheffield United every week. So, you know, it, it, we've got to take that. We've got to take the positives from that. And we've also got to take where Liverpool's weaknesses, where, you know, we're almost exploited and hopefully improve because you can't, you know, if, if, again, it is what it is. I don't want to sound overly philosophical on this, but if we want to finish in the top four, then we have to beat Chelsea, and then we have to go and win. We have to go and beat Fulham, and then we've got to put a run of a, a run of good results down. And so it, it has, to, it has to. We have to kick on and Anfield with no choice. Yeah, and and I think we've we've built the rod for our own back. So it's only right that we've got to break the duct as well at the end of the day. And if we can do that at home against this Chelsea squad that are rejuvenated, they found a, another lease of life under Thomas Tuchel. I mean, it reminds me, of, you know, when you get like halfway through your, your career on FIFA. Uh, and you've got your manager mode, and then all of a sudden you just get this offer from like Madrid or like Barca and the team's just like OP to the max with all these players. It seems like that's just how his career's gone, uh, jumping into this Chelsea job. But you can't blame him. He's picked it up. He's got them playing better football than what he had previously been playing. They haven't scored more than two goals um, since, since, since getting any results with them. So... I don't, like you said, I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game. I just think if we can actually take the game to them and make them sit in their formation, make them stay compact and not let them be so expansive and pulling us left, right and centre, I think we'll do all right. And I'd like it. I'd like to think this is a good chance for us to get all of that stress that we've had over the last couple of weeks about the home form off our back. I'm not saying it rights all the wrongs, but it would go some way in doing the lads' confidence by being able to say, you know what, we've just beat a really good Chelsea squad there and now we're looking down at them, not the other way around. There's, there's, there should be no lack of motivation for this one. I think Errol's dead right. There's going to be a lot of stored up anger and frustration at the at the home form thing for the start. Um, there's a degree of which, like again, you're going, oh, these are... 
that it should be disrespectful to Chelsea, you know, like pretenders to the throne. You know, we've slipped, our crown slipped, but you know, you're fighting with them now to straight. It's a, it, we're, we're almost entering to league style cup football here. You know, I'm not saying you can't claw four points back. Of course, you can because yeah. they'll they'll drop more points between now and the end of the season. But you you it it it's it, to beat them puts it in our hands. You're looking at fifth place. Look at fifth place first. We don't deserve to look at fourth place until we yeah. get to fifth place. Um, and look as as pointed out there, he's not. They've still they've still got those issues where they're not a unified side just yet. They are a team that's going to come and play football. I'd be. I'd I would be surprised if if Tuchel, you know, had them sitting deep and, and following the template that a lot of teams have had success with us because he's still got to win his fans over. He's still got to win that team over. He's still got to win the the, the football club over. Um, so yeah, it, it, there's there's definitely opportunities for Liverpool to strike here. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> no, I just 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 a slight time in this game. This is a week later. I'd be uh, I'm not loads more confident. I'd be a bit more confident. So, for example, Navigator coming back the other day was was great because he's a potential start for this one. Jota would have been because I think he would have had some role in Sheffield United's game, and I don't think he starts this game. Fabinho, just chuck him in, but he's but he's been out for so long. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I put I put him in, into the back four. Yeah. Having Allison back is is a massive bonus. But you're at risk of just throwing loads of lads in who aren't ready because it's Chelsea. Uh-huh. So we flip reverse round. This was Sunday against Fulham. They've had a game to kind of bet in and play. It feels like we might have to go with the same team that, that plays Sheffield United, which again, sorry, barring Allison, which is which is fine. But it just doesn't fill me with loads of confidence. And it's almost for Chelsea perspective, they'll be looking behind at us and going, "Well, this is a good opportunity, our last opportunity to play Liverpool while they're also at their weakest." Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. I think that I think you're dead right. I think the one thing that's worth considering again, it's a point my dad, my dad was sort of making there, is do they? I mean, and maybe this makes it harder for us, but I think you can look at it from both perspectives. Are they going to start Tammy Abraham or are they going to start Olivier Giroud centre forwards? Mm. Who who are they going to play just in, in behind? Who are they going to play on the right hand side? Are they, you know, are, are they going to go with Callum Hudson Odoi again on the right hand side? Who's going to be the starting three centre halves for them? He's still got the same sort of problems that Lampard is. It goes back to the point. He's still trying things out, so they're not like this. Supreme, but on paper, yeah, I look at it and I'm and I'm fearful because I think that you know they have got so much talent in there, but they're not a unified force coming to Anfield looking to blow away all all Sunday. And Liverpool, for as much as we you know you might be right in that, we have at least sort of hit upon a little bit more of a settled side, and it's a team that knows each other inside. As Tom just fell over outside, oh that's right. The um, they are yeah they, they we we are. We are what we are, and what we've got is a little bit more. And we've got bench options potentially for the yeah. first time in, in a while. I know they have, but 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 we have. We, don't, we genuinely haven't had that for, for for ages. We've been chucking random lads at a problem and open things things work. Whereas there's a chance chance for the first time in weeks and weeks and weeks that despite the fact that we still have got loads of our top players out we've got a few more back there that we have got different ways of, of breaking a football team down uh, right we're going to discuss that um, in the second half of the show you know again Fabinho the thing if he's back what do you do with him uh, and again potential rotation options for the midfield as well before we do we've got a trivia question um, who scored Liverpool's three goals the last time we played Thomas Tuchel at Anfield. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Let us know in the comments and we'll be back after this short break. Yes, do check that out. We've got some absolutely amazing content streaming now on the redmentv.com. Go ahead there, sign up. Uh, we've got obviously your day-to-day, your week-to-week stuff, pre- and post-game things, but also loads of in-depth documentary series, uh, feature-length stuff, interviews with the <coughs> legends and managers, past and present. Uh, plenty to keep you occupied uh, in the very short turnaround in between games and beyond as well. Um, right, yes. Uh, Ross, you've been dying to talk about it. All of you have been dying to talk about desperate to shoe on Fabinho into conversation when we're meant to be talking about the game in general. You don't answer to the trivia question first, Paul. No, because I've started and now I'm <laughs> deliberately going to stick it out. Um, <laughs> um, who scored Liverpool's three goals, Ross? I don't know. Um, you asked for this. Firmino. Firmino, yeah, scored the third. Uh, Sturridge. Daniel Sturridge scored the first. Anyone? Oh, Edel. Nah, your daddy's hit the nail on the head from a penalty. James Milner scored the penalty. It was Ross who said it, but yeah, you can play on. Well done, Dad. Um, the uh, yeah, James Milner. Hey, it's Penn. like Allison all over again, isn't it? Allison Gates. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. James Milner. Yeah. There you go. We beat we beat Paris Saint Germain three two with the last gasp. Ninety plus two. Was it that Bobby celebration Firmino. as well? It was. was it that one? Yeah. It was and Bobby the pilot. That, did he pick that injury up at Chelsea? Spares. Oh, was it Spares? Sorry. Yeah, it was totally got another London game. Yeah, 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 one of them. One of them. Um, If you got that right, you're brilliant. Give yourself a a like on this video. Um, Right. Yes, Ross Fabinho. Um, It was it was a point made by the 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 Sky pundit post match at the weekend, and it's we've been saying now for weeks. We've answered this before. Just play the centre halves. We own centre halves. Doesn't matter how good they are. Play your centre halves. Fabinho is likely to be back. He'd had two, he's had two sessions prior to the Sheffield United game, not deemed enough to be to be thrown back in for this one. We're clearly getting him ready for this game. Your Jurgen Klopp. Do you have the bottle to play Fabinho oh. in centre mid? Or do you need to play him at centre half? See, now you pose the question as having bottle, Paul. My mind's changed. <laughs> um, 
No. I don't know against Chelsea, I don't know. So you played them centre half? Yeah. With Kabak. Okay. Anyone anyone else got the required cojones to put Fabinho into midfield for this game? Yeah, no? yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the basis of, yeah. Peer pressure, you know. Thanks, Errol. No, no, no. Just on the basis of the fact that, like, we've just kept a clean sheet, sheet albeit against Sheffield United. These are going to have a completely different set of performance and they're going to go at it. But we've all been kind of touching on the last couple of weeks that that midfield has been an issue for us. It's not necessarily just not having a personal and defence. And if we can anchor him as that six... I think that shows up our defence quite a bit. And then having two lads behind him, it means that the two lads in midfield can go on and play their game then, whether that be Thiago and Genie, or whether that be Keita and, and Genie, or whoever it is, they're free to go up the pitch and focus forward because Fabinho's going to show everything up. He's going to be able to commit those long leg, last-ditch tackles 20, 30 yards up the pitch where he might give away a foul, but he's not giving it around the edge of the box. And I'd, I'd feel much more calm knowing that he's playing in front of lesser experienced players. But that's just me. Do you know what I mean? Do you think excuse it for me as well? Because I'd love to start for being in midfield. I really would. But I think having other midfield options helps your defence options. So you've got Naby Keita coming back. You've got James Milner coming back. You're not using the same three people. We used Genie, Jones and Milner for mm-hmm. three games in a row because there was nobody else. Now you can look at that that midfield and like you know, like I also said it there. You've got midfield options, mm-hmm. but just short your midfield and use that because that's the engine of our team and what we what we do. Fabinho and Kabak might be a consistent pairing, and I was like, I'm kind of sick of saying this, but consistency is the key for Liverpool to put our consistent side over a number of weeks to then get consistent results. And I know it's going to be what another sense about pairing. I know Kabak and Fabinho played together before. Mm-hmm. It, in a game, I want that to be a run of games that they're going to play together. Now. Fulham's a different kettle of fish because I don't think they're going forward they're very good but you can we've got three home games depending on what goes on with Leipzig where you can have Kabak and Fabinho not that Phillips has done anything wrong at centre-back and build something at the back there with mm-hmm. those there because you've got a senior centre-half all the pressure's not on a 20-year-old kid who's just come to the club yeah they have, they have played together have they because Fabinho just literally get injured the second we bought in uh, yeah. centre-halves but the I mean that, this is the point is that I think it's excusable. I'm joking but with this whole like having the bottle to play Fabinho midfield. I personally, I would because I agree. I think the extra shield that he gives the defense. I think you're adding something. To, if you if you can put Allison and Fabinho either side, you know if you if you're to use a Gary Nevilleism, if you're surrounding boxing in your two your 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 area of concern in those two un, largely untried centre halves with your two best fullbacks, your best DM and your best goalkeeper, then I think that helps that situation immeasurably. But we're also in a world where we have now got James Milner back available. We have got Naby Keita now available as well. We've got options to rotate. We've actually got good midfield options that we might be able to get away without Fabinho in there. I don't know. Well, I mean, I've argued quite a bit in the past that Fabinho's a good centre-back and a world-class defensive midfield player. So you should be playing him there. I'm just a coward. I don't want to be <laughs> ripped to shreds by Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm. You know, you're, you know. I know he's played as well as he can in the, in the games he's played, and you know, uh, I think we have to be, you know, um, pleased with the way he's performed. But mm-hmm. you know, as I say, I ju- I just don't want to see that. You know, um, so I, I would put the experience in there to try and make sure that we're not giving away soft goals. 
And I, I also think the key to the game is going to be our fullbacks. And um, I think if our centre of our defence is a bit stronger, then you can get them up the field a lot more. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the one note on this, the way the Chelsea line up, and again, it, I, I don't, I think, by the way, I think if Fabinho's fit, I think he will go in the centre half because I think there's a pecking order to it and he is our. He's he's, he's, he's a centre. Yeah, well, exactly that. Exactly that. He's he's our he is our senior centre half at, at this point, whether we like it or or not. But I do look at the way they play, and I think particularly how much Genie Van Alden, a footy Genie Van Alden, has played, and I wonder whether having having that proper protection for the back four, <clears throat> because they're gonna, they're probably going to play Giroud centre forward, and and look. A, a, a target man, sad. He's more than a target man because he's so, so good at football that I don't think it's as simple as he's big. Let's put Nat Phillips because he's big, and, and and you know he's not. It's not. He's not going up against Oli McBurney again. Yeah. You know, it, you know, it's a much more a supremely gifted footballer who should who would probably give him an absolutely tired of time. But it's they're going to play probably Mount behind. Possibly Ziyech, and then what they've been doing. Obviously, in the last couple of games, they've had Callum Hudson Adoy nominally as that like right wing back, but right mid crossing the ball in. I just don't. I I I just think that's a good. It's a it's a good opportunity for us to shut down what they do because again, there's tricky, skillful players on in areas of the pitch where you know aren't necessarily going to go up one on one against our centre If they were playing Timo Werner centre forward. I might be more concerned about. Well, they might. You're yeah. right. Um, I would be slightly more concerned. But if they're going to go with the target man, you know, they're playing Callum Hudson Odoi off the right where they're crossing the ball in for a target man centre forward. I've got. I'm less concerned about Nat Phillips at the back, mm. and I would rather Fabinho be there to tidy up the the, the other lads on the edge. But this is part of Klopp's <coughs> headache because Chelsea got so many options. It's difficult how to see how we line up because it's probably dictated by how how they do it. I know Hudson Odoi went off with an injury. Ah, oh, timing. It's Manchester mm. United, so there's, there's him ruled out. But you know, what's the backup then? We got my team of Werner instead. You know, we've all, we've all knocked him. Which never got him. Yeah, he's still an exceptional football player, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they what if, really. Go what on, if, go on. What, what if Klopp's been thinking this though? I want to get that partnership as you were saying before of two uh, of central defenders to be playing together consistently game after game. What happens if he's fought Sheffield United, Carbach, uh, Phillips? Chelsea, Kabak, Phillips, Fulham, Chelsea, Kabak, Phillips, and I'll review it after those three games. That's a week's worth of footy, and I'll see how he's get on after that. And from there, we will then make those other decisions as to whether Fabinho needs to drop back. But if he thinks by being able to drop Fabinho into, into the defensive mid position now, as Paul was saying, where they're going to have the, the, the flurry players with the ball, we don't want Kabak or, or we wouldn't want Fabinho coming that far up the pitch to get the ball off them to do those interceptions. The best place for them to be positioned to do that is in centre defensive mid. So I think that's probably what gives us that extra bit of steel, shielding that those two defenders for us. And I think as well, in terms of getting some sort of consistency, that could be the extra little ploy. Instead of worrying about how they're going to line up, if he knows, if I can keep you fit for a week, this is how I'm playing, no matter what team he's put against us. And, and let's be honest, um, Errol, you know, you can put Fabinho at centre-half, he's not played for, for a month. You know, you know, he might not be absolutely, you know, on it, and it only takes a slight little moment where he, he's not. Well, my point is this: Chelsea can beat us with Fabinho at centre half. Yeah. You know, it's not as though you we were invincible again all it, of a sudden. It, it, exactly. So there is a, <coughs> we're balancing things out here, and it's making a decision about we know it's never going to be a hundred percent. 
do we trust the midfield to win the midfield battle with the midfield options we've got? And if they do, then we might not need Fabinho. But I, I, I think I wonder whether there's something to knowing Fabinho. You're walking out that tunnel, and Fabinho's in that team, and Liverpool win games in midfield. I think exactly, and we said it in the last in the in the final word before. We don't play games just which is to play for that game. We're playing for a, a longer term plan. We're playing for the season and stuff like that. It's the same sort of thing here in this little compact moment. Now we're not playing just to play Chelsea on a one-off. We're playing to hopefully get a little bit more consistency for the Fulham game on the Sunday and the Leipzig game the following week. Like these are the reasons that we're we're, we're trying to get a. Uh, Trying to trying to bed in now these two young lads as a partnership, and I don't think after getting a clean sheet and the right result the other day, he's gonna just gonna go. Yep, yeah, you know, it's back. Scrap it. Let's go back to another untried and untested variation of the nineteenth centre back partnership for the season. Yeah, it's so hard because whatever he does is is a risk, isn't it? Like I agree, I'd, I'd love to do that, but you know, against Chelsea, can you afford to to, to, to try out Fabinho <laughs> in, in DM with two relatively new lads behind him? At what cost? When he, you know, he's tried and tested for being at centre half, the senior centre half in games before, and we've got results there. So you know, whatever cop does, he's damned if he does and damned if he doesn't because I... he, he, you know, if he does, he plays for being at DM. And it's a mistake at centre half. So I'm going, oh, we should have played for being. Well, it's, it's all hypothetics yeah. at this yeah. point, isn't it? Because it goes. It, I, that, my, that's my point about it. You know, we can lose this game with Fabinho centre half just as easy yeah, as yeah. we can lose this game with him in, in centre mid. We might choose not to bother at all. It might be all you know. It, Play Davies. Well, no, but, no, but yeah, he's got to be fit, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, well, but, well, I, I mean, what gives us the best chance of winning the game then, in your mindset? Then, if, if, we, if we're accepting that we could lose it either or. What gives us the best chance of that's winning my, the game? Exactly. That's my that's my thinking. And that's why Fabinho, for me, would start in midfield. And again, but I don't think he will because I think Klopp yeah. won his best, his most talented footballer spread across the pitch. Fabinho is another senior lad. He's big. He's good. He's just good on the ball. He's just better. He's better. He's better. He's, he's much better than Nat Phillips. And so is the, is the improvement... What's the percentage of improvement across that team? Does your team improve more with Fabinho in DM or in set or at centre half? In centre half, and it probably improves more for having him at centre back. Really, uh, you know, it, it, you know, in, in some regard, because he now Phillips is what <coughs> Phillips is. I think he's going to play Fabinho and Kabak for the rest of the season. And, and yeah. I think he's he's got his his, his four choice centre back. And his new centre-back, we don't know where in the pecking order Kabak's going to land up. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Phillips, we know, isn't in the top four. He's probably sixth at best, and they wanted to get rid of him anyway. So I don't think he's in the equation. I think Reese Williams is is maybe fifth or sixth choice now. And... um, and I we don't know where Davies is either in terms of his pecking order on this. You might find... We don't know enough about him, do we? Yeah, you and I, look. The ideal world is you know this game, this and the Leipzig game are getting because Leipzig next Wednesday is that right? Yeah. Um, it's you know they'll pair the teams up for this game, so our strongest team available will play Chelsea, and then in an ideal world, no one else gets injured, and you're playing probably playing the same game against again the ne- team again the next week in Fulham's where you make a couple of adju- adjustments. So I think you'll find. I, I, Again, I think Klopp will go. I do think Klopp will go for Bino for this one. Yeah, and I agree alongside Kabak. And I think ideally, not you know, in a super ideal world, Davies and Kabak would be would be a natural. Again, he come back to he's a left sided centre half. Yeah. There's a natural dovetailing of them playing as a centre half pair, and they're both probably slightly on the short side. But that's what you think they would go with, and maybe that's 
that is ideal for being using our playing the good teams centre half and then for everyone for your winnable games you, you can you can afford to change things up but we won't know until we do it and certainly we won't have the trust in it until we see us win games but it's a, it's a, it's a big gamble but the, the rewards if you can beat Chelsea with Nat Phillips yeah. and Carbach at centre half and you've managed to get Fabinho back in your midfield there's no doubt our midfield goes up a level we've got all of a sudden that is a way you've got okay you've got a <laughs> low-end Premier League, top-end championship-level defence part- centre-back partnership, but you've got a world-class goalie, world-class full-backs, world-class midfield, world-class attack, as opposed to probably mid-level Premier League when you put Fabinho in there and probably mid-level Premier League midfield as a result. Defence will go up a level as well, though. In, in, but the whole squad in terms of confidence, I think what you can do against Sheffield United is one thing because we've all established that they're, they're terrible, but to do against Chelsea, there's not many other teams with their attacking quality that you're going to play in the remainder of the season so that'll give you confidence to say well actually like Carol said you're going to try that and it's testing just what passes the test against Chelsea yeah. stick with that yeah without a doubt so let's have a little look go on Errol no just I'm going to say then in terms of having those two lads there as well from Phillips perspective you know you look at the uh, the Sheffield United goalkeeper yesterday that first half of the game he played out of his skin why he's been shit all season played his out of his skin because he was playing against us at the yeah. end of the day, it can it can work the other way. Matt Phillips could look at that Chelsea line and, and see, you know, Giroud lining up against them or, or Werner and be like, look, I need to play. You know, we know what he is, but he might go up a level just because of the opposition that's in front of him. And that extra adrenaline can carry you through games sometimes. And, you know, it's worth, it's worth, at this stage, I think it's worth the gamble to just try and cement that midfield and win that midfield battle for me. It is it's a, again. This is it. It's a, this is look. This is where Jurgen Klopp earns the big bucks, isn't it? You know, you, you've got big decisions to be made here. We've actually got options available to us. You know, this is the point. That, look again at time of filming, and we have to we have to throw that caveat in now because Liverpool get players injured at the drop of a hat, unfortunately, or ill, as we discovered with Jota. Allison should be back. Jota should be available. Fabinho should be available. Kater was back. Milner was back. There's all of a sudden, you know, we've got a, a, a load of things that we can do in this football match, and this is this is what what you know what we, what we need to do now. We've got some big games coming up. These next three games are going to be season defining. Yeah, you know, you've got two really really big and difficult games sandwiching. A, 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 you know, what should be a winnable game against Fulham at home, but we saw how difficult they you know they they made it for us uh, away from home. If you can go and get three three wins now or you know four having won the Sheffield United one you've grasped the season I, I, th- I think as well that the home if we can get a good win at home that may well turn our home form round again and that would that would and, be a real bonus fun, and that's why I do it. think again Klopp will go with Fabinho because the shutout you know, you know, he'll. He, he, I think he, and I think he. Look, I think he's right in heart of hearts. He is right to do this. Fabinho and Kabak are our best of it, two best available centre halves at the football club right now. Yeah. They, they are, you know, until and enough. Naf Phillips is a, a perfectly able deputy to go and throw into big matches where you're right, where he's just tasked with defend, go kick, defend. Head, you know, give out concede throw ins to your heart's content, mate. You know, that's that's sound. 
but you can you, you you are resting more control of the football match by putting the more better footballers you've got in your team, the more you've got control over what happens in front of you. And Jürgen will feel, I think, to, to that point, is that we've got a better chance of keeping Chelsea out, which means we've got a better chance of winning with with those. But um, look, let's just quickly look at the uh, the other games going on in, in midweek. Um, Everton actually played Southampton Monday night, which is. Uh, the day we're filming this, we can't react to that particularly. Let's hope Tachy absolutely turned it on. Um, Burnley, Leicester. Leicester, uh, it's it really interesting because there was a few tweets going out at the weekend, wasn't it, Ross? Uh, Leicester uh, are the second of the second most injuries this season in terms of minutes missed. Um, uh, but it was like half as many as us, but then they lost like three players to injury during the game at the weekend. So it's like Cyprundish. Yeah, no. But that but that's that's an interesting one for Leicester to go to Burnley. I mean, obviously Spurs absolutely wiped the floor with them. Yeah. Um Leicester could very well do the same, but you know, they've they've had injuries to Madison, they've got injuries to Harvey Barnes now as well. They're starting to lose players in the areas of the pitch. Johnny Evans had an injury as well. I wouldn't put against Burnley getting something from that. No, but the big question for Leicester is their mentality as well. You know, they lost against Arsenal, who obviously not done very well this season, but also they got knocked out of the Europa League as well. What's that done mentally to Leicester? You know, can they, can they G themselves up and go again? Plus, what happened to them last season, where they think they were pretty much nailed on for second or third place, mm-hmm. um, on what they finished fifth in, if, in the end. So it's a big question to them. Yeah, Sheffield United, Villa, Dad, I, I, you know, I, you'd be daft to kind of bet against Villa on this one, but, you know, Sheffield United have been... Have been no, they're going to get battered, aren't they? <coughs> yeah, absolutely. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Crystal Palace versus United. Um, Errol, again, how you bank on Man United start getting back on the horse, but it's also not against the realms of possibility. Roy Hodgie Hodgson at home. Doesn't say, didn't he lose to Palace at Old Trafford earlier this season, though? Um, That's so a great I'll- question. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised though. You know, like uh, they can be a bit of a banana skin for some big teams. So they probably will win. Or do as nicely. Yeah, and of course Thursday kicking off. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it kicks off at the same time as us, but West Brom Everton, the uh, the Fat Sam Derby. Wow. Yeah, I mean, to, I mean, it would be the most Everton thing ever to let's say beat Southampton with a really good win and then have. Sam Allardyce they've got two games in four days they've got three games in eight days they, wow. play, Monday, they play Monday Thursday Monday wow yeah I think, it's, I think we play, they might play Chelsea next Monday I think yeah. um, or something like that but they've yeah, got, yeah. welcome to our world Evan yeah, yeah. yeah isn't it? Um, I, I, again Everton should absolutely do West Brom but it would be a, it would be very very Everton for this to be a game where they do drop I'm very Sam Allardyce to yeah. do absolutely fuck all during a game and bag a win yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And they're Fulham Spurs, which again, you would expect that to be a, a random banana skin for Spurs, of course. Um, right, okay, Liverpool taking on Chelsea at Anfield. What is the score going to be, Ross Shanley? 1-0 to Liverpool. Okay. And that's a hope. I just, just do another win. Dad? 2-1. Errol? I'm gonna, I was going to go for 3-1. Same results as when Sushal last came to Anfield. Okay, oh, cool. Nice. I um I, the one nil thing. I I, I I can't see there being loads of goals. I say they don't, they don't score loads and they don't concede many at the moment. We don't score loads at the moment, and okay, defence is obviously an issue. It's either going to be an absolutely bonkers like four three game of football that no one expects, but I, I would 
I think it's going to be a goal. The odd goal that wins this one. I think it's the way the game's going to go, but also what, just what I'd take at this point. And I'd say the same thing as Sheffield United. Just, just one nil, just three points in the bag. Is, you know, it's the only thing that counts, three points. It would, no, but it would be, it's got the kind of game where, we, you know, we could do with the, the types of win that we need. We could do with Fabinho scoring a header from a corner. You know what I mean? Or, some, or Kabak doing something like that. Getting a goal from a set piece to right win a football match. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that, but that, it's something that we're very much lacking or this season. Or a penalty. That would be or nice. a penalty. Yeah, whatever. I mean, like the penalty thing, yeah, we've been we've been all right for pens large this season, haven't we? By comparison to our the low bar for the three seasons that preceded it. But they're the, the strings to the bow that we need to prove that we can win football matches in multiple ways. I'd be I'd be bang up for that like an eighty just like you know like an an eighty eighth minute Fabinho header or something. I wouldn't want to leave it. I wouldn't want to leave it to the wire like that. I'd no, like I mean I wouldn't want to, to leave it to the, <laughs> I, four nil obviously, but yeah. I've yeah. not reached that position of being that picky about goals that go off someone's arse in any minute of the game. Yeah, and I'm fine with it. But Bobby Firmino, <laughs> but I know what you mean Bobby Firmino? In fact, he scored. Um, he broke his home duck, didn't he? Against was it against these last game of the season um, when we left the trophy parade after re- after restart? I think that's was that when Frank that. Lampard lost his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Giving it the beans. Um, that worked out well for Frank. Oh, he's dying on beans. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, 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 paid, believe it or yeah. not. Oh, oh well, yeah, no doubt. Um, right, uh, for all of you watching at home, uh, let us know what you think the score's going to be. How do you think the game's going to go? And do you have the cojones um, or Lady Cajones, whatever, um, to put um, Fabinho into midfield rather than defence? Or is that just, it's not, is it not Cajones? Is it just stupidity to, to have a weaker defence for no reason when you've got loads of midfielders? Let me know in the comments. Uh, yeah, plenty of stuff from us, of course. Uh, if you want to look back on the brilliance of Curtis Jones, stats and tactics, you're streaming now on the redmentv.com. The Legends series um, begins uh, this Friday. I think we've got two episodes. The first two episodes are going to be streaming uh, available on there. Yeah, so do go check that out. And there's a whole host of other brilliant things as well. Uh, and we've got our wonderful partnership with the Beers of Anfield which you've been able to see alongside me and Ross uh, if you've been watching this on YouTube but yes brilliant gentlemen thank you for joining us for the show uh, thank you very much Ross you're wonderful oh. um, and yeah we'll be back with a live watch along and commentary for the game on Thursday night come and check us out on the YouTube channel Ta-da.